Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everyone, to Spaces with Josie. I am Josie, the red-headed libertarian, and your host today. Can everybody hear me? Go ahead and uh, throw up some emojis down there. Heart with the plus sign. Wonderful. Now, if at any point you can't hear me or you can't hear one of my guests, go ahead, leave the space and come on back in and that should remedy the problem. My guests today are Jeffrey Harmon and Rod Barr of Angel Studios. Welcome, gentlemen. Hi, Josie. Good Good to be on with you. Hey, Josie. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. My pleasure. So uh, can you tell our audience just a little bit about who you are and what you do? I'm, I'm Jeff Harmon. I'm a co-founder at Angel Studios. We've done um, large blockbuster series and movies like The Chosen, Drybar Comedy, Tuttle, Tuttle Twins, The Sound of Freedom this last summer. Um, and we've got a new movie coming out called Cabrini that, uh, that releases on International Women's Day, March 8th. Awesome. And how about you, Rod? Uh, I am a writer. Um, I co-wrote uh, Sound of Freedom that Jeff just mentioned. And I am writer of uh, the upcoming movie Cabrini coming out on March 8th. Awesome. So we're going to talk about Cabrini. We'll talk a little bit about Sound of Freedom and also some newer movies that you guys have coming out this year. So from Alejandro Monteverde, award-winning director of Sound of Freedom, comes the powerful epic of Francesca Cabrini, an Italian immigrant who arrives in New York City in 1889 and is greeted by disease, crime, and impoverished children. Cabrini sets off on a daring mission to convince the hostile mayor to secure housing and health care for society's most vulnerable. With broken English and poor health, Cabrini builds an empire of hope unlike anything the world has ever seen. Wow, so Rod, I'm going to start with you. What what inspired you to tell Mother Cabrini's story? Well, um, actually, I first heard about it through the executive producer um, who approached me and kind of pitched it like, um, uh, we want to do the movie about the first American saint. And my first thought was, I'm not interested. I, I, I that, that sounds like something I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And then I, I did some research on the actual woman and discovered that she's just a powerhouse mm-hmm. and a disruptor and an entrepreneur and someone who really created uh, a, a, an empire that was equal to the Vanderbilts or the Rockefellers of that time. Um, so once I realized that kind of who she really was, then um, I wouldn't say the saint part faded into the background, but really the, 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 the most compelling thing about her was um, her determination, her will to do everything necessary to help those who were at the margins. 
Um, and then her incredible entrepreneurial spirit that uh, I think is makes her one of the great business people in American history, to be honest. And no one knows her name. So that's once I learned about her, that was the inspiration because it was obvious that she was this incredible underdog. Mm -hmm. um, and the story just had to be told in the right way, in this really, truly epic um, beautiful way that um, that Alejandro, the director, pulled off, you know, magnificently. It, yeah, I saw the movie. It was incredible. Like, it, it made me think that it could win awards when it came to cinematography, when it came to just the photography in the movie. It's, it's so beautiful and so well done and just such a powerful, powerful story. Uh, Jeff, so I want to jump back over to you and um, kind of ask you about Sound of Freedom. So you, you make films, Angel Studios makes films that move and change culture. So can you tell me a little bit about um, Sound of Freedom and maybe how that sort of segued into Cabrini? Oh yeah, so Sound of Freedom, we got a hold of the distribution rights. It, it was it was made like, Rod, when did you guys start it? Eight years ago? Yeah, we started writing it in 2015. Wow. Um, and then it was shot in maybe 2017, 18. So it's a bit yeah been around mm -hmm. and, the, and the story's older than that even and I think the story's what 12 years old or something yeah and um, but they, they wrote this they built this true story about uh, a guy who quits his federal job and he goes into um, rescuing kids mm -hmm. that the US government can't get to in child sex trafficking mm -hmm. and this story blew us away um, just great filmmaking whether you know even if it wasn't a true story it's amazing filmmaking and, and of course like all true all true all movies uh, unless it's a documentary there's a lot of um, you know it's a drama mm -hmm. and the we get the rights to it in April of last year and then we decided to we we're like how do we make the biggest impact in the possible and get the message out about this massive problem worldwide with sex trafficking for of children it's a much bigger problem than people realize and the and so we decided to we decided to go and take it on july 4th which is the hardest day of the year to go into movie into theaters and we went and pitched all the the different theaters on taking the movie we go for july 4th we decided to build a pre-sale campaign we had done um the chosen we had done a movie called His Only Son at Easter time. And we realized that the only way to muscle your way into theaters on July 4th, because you're up against these huge studios, these billion dollar studios. And the only way to get in is if you pre-sell the movie. Mm -hmm. So we were able, because of our history, able to get 1,200 theaters to take, uh, to take at 1,200 locations. Mm -hmm. And then our job was is how do we out pre-sell Indiana Jones? How do we out pre-sell Mission Impossible so that they'll give us the theaters instead of these competitors? Mm -hmm. And my history before Angel Studios is an advertising agency where we made commercials for Poopery, Squatty Potty, Purple Mattress, mm -hmm. Lumi Deodorant. People probably recognize like the Poopy Unicorn or the girl, like the British girl um, and Poopery. And um, and those are block, but those are just massive brands now that we built as an agency. And the thought process was, if we can sell 
millions of squatty potties, mm-hmm. millions of mattresses can't, what's the difference between that and selling uh, tickets to a movie theater? And so that's what gave us kind of the naive courage <laughs> to go up against Disney and Indiana Jones for theater spots, because there's only so many seats in theaters, mm-hmm. and especially during the summer. And so we took all the skills we had to muster, and we went and started pre-selling uh, The Sound of Freedom. And we pre-sold so many, there was um, one of the theaters called us and just said, you're weaponizing pre-sales against me. Like, <laughs> you keep selling out theaters, so I have to add more, mm-hmm. but I don't think you, like, this doesn't make sense. And um, and we ended up with 3,000 theaters. We beat Indiana Jones. The movie just absolutely exploded at the 4th of July. Um, and it beat Indiana Jones, beat Mission Impossible in the United States. And and then as we were doing that, we started talking to Alejandro and he said, look at my new film, which is Cabrini, mm-hmm. which is a big, if you've seen Sound of Freedom, it's an amazing movie, but Cabrini is a big step up mm-hmm. as far as like craftsmanship and storytelling. And, and, uh, and so we looked at that and Alejandro said, I want to do, I want to do my movies with you guys. I like the way you do them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he, he doesn't, um, Rod, Rod, maybe you could like, what, what, what made you guys think it would be a good idea to bring Cabrini to Angel? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, um, the experience of Sound of Freedom was, uh, sort of a crazy whiplash experience because it was literally on a shelf on a, collecting dust for two years and then you know angel emerges um and says not only are we going to distribute it but we'll do it on july 4th we're like you guys are absolutely <laughs> insane and um and they did it and it turned yeah, into the what first it turned response into. from the first response from eduardo on your team was I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just com- completely bonkers. It's bananas. So, uh, but they did. But we, have this, and we just had this theory. If we can sell out every theater they give us well in advance, they'll give us more theaters. Mm-hmm. And if we sell yeah. out all those theaters, then they'll give us more theaters. And it ended up being true. Not not quite as quickly as we hoped they would do it, but it worked. Yeah, and and and, and from from I guess I'll speak for myself from from my point of view for Cabrini. Um, we know we have a beautiful movie that people absolutely love. We've had, I don't know, hundreds of screenings. People just fall in love with this movie, want to see it again, tell, tell their friends that they'd have to see it. So the, the theory that I have is as long as we have the first couple of weeks people in seats, in theaters, mm-hmm. then the word of mouth will... You know, the movie will take care of a lot of the rest of the challenge. But the challenge is to get people to get into those seats those first couple of weeks. And that's yeah. the pre-sales that Jeff is talking about. And um, and these guys, meaning Angel, have proven themselves very, very, very good at putting people into the seats in the first couple of weeks. And then I feel like, look, the movie will take care of itself after that. But people have, that first wave has to experience it. And then I, I, I have complete confidence a in the movie and the word of mouth and also be in 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 angel well and continuing that continuing that process and doing what they do really well as the movie's coming out which they're amazing at Mm -hmm. and rod i know you 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 might feel biased as the writer that you have a great movie but we have 
So I showed it to my my 11-year-old and my 10-year-old. I have five daughters, and I want them to wanted them to watch this movie. And they watched it, and my 10-year-old came away and just said, best movie I've ever seen. And this is not the kind of movie you would think of as a 10-year-old's favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And we also, I saw an email to one of the producers from Martin Scorsese's assistant just saying, Scorsese watched the movie, wow. really enjoyed it. Like, um, th- this movie is consistently, where they're screening it, we're screening it with tens of thousands of people, is consistently coming out where people come out of the film saying top three, top five film of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, a few, a f- um, couple months ago, we were at a screening and Glenn Beck showed up to the screening and he came away and just said top three movie of all time for him. And, um, so, it, but it's, it's both sides. It's like, is it, yeah. I don't, I, I, this is a rare, rare movie, the type that drives this type of response. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I would also just add that I've been to screenings with incredible diversity of um, backgrounds. And Muslim women have come up and said, this is our story. Okay, this is a movie about a Catholic saint. You know, it's, it's astonishing. Um, all kinds of backgrounds. Everyone. Every religion. No religion. Atheists. Agnostics. It doesn't matter. It's a story about a human being. Now, of course, she's a Catholic saint, but that doesn't seem to catch, um, that doesn't seem to um, stop um, non-Catholics or non, even non-Christians from loving this movie. So it's, uh, which is kind of uh, astonishing and very heartening because that was part of our idea was we're making a movie for everyone. Everyone should be inspired by this woman's tenacity, courage, faith. Everyone should be. Yeah, Josie, what, like, for me, I was kind of ashamed that I didn't know this <clears throat> Cabrini story. She's from the 1800s, and she's like a founding person in American history. What was, um, you You told me that you loved the film. What, what, what connected, connect, connected with you? Sure, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm Catholic, um, and she was one I hadn't even heard of, you know, and that's kind of embarrassing for me, but born and raised Catholic, so I felt that connection anyway. Um, she's this tiny little woman who's just a, a fireball, like just, and, and that I felt almost like, um, a connection with, with that sort of personality of that sort of woman. And it was a woman who could be powerful, but didn't have to be a feminist. She, she kind of was powerful in her own femininity and in, um, in her religion and in her compassion. And I just, I just thought that was so powerful. Um, and for those of you who, who haven't noticed up in the Jumbotron there, I pinned up a link to the trailer and also my affiliate code if you're interested in buying tickets to the movie. Uh, if yeah, you it supports like it. Josie if you buy tickets through yes, her it link. Yes, Yep, this is a, I mean, I, I really liked this movie. I watched it twice. Um, 
I watched it the first time, and then I, I watched it the next day. I just, uh, I, I, was, I, I was so drawn to it, and it really spoke to me. And I don't, like, put my name on a lot of things. I get behind a lot of things, but this movie was one of those very few things that I will, uh, that I will just completely blast out there and put my name on for sure. I and, strongly recommend and it. One, one thing to note, something that we've done is Angel Studios. This is the first time I'm aware of, I think it's the first time in history that this has happened. If you use Josie's link and you go to angel.com slash Josie, there's about 1,800 theaters right now that already have it. And what we've done is we've set up a system where the earlier you buy tickets to a movie, the cheaper they are. So they're... Um, we have a couple different tests running right now, but they're they're up to 50% off depending on which test you hit. And you get 50% off your tickets, and then you get what we call flexible booking. So it means that if your plans change in, in a few weeks when the movie comes out, you can move your seat to any other seat, any other showtime, any other theater that, Angel, that supports this, which is most of them. You can move your seat around without any charge up to one hour before the movie so that so you don't have to worry about buying early that's awesome that, that is really so cool yeah. <laughs> i'm hearing that for the first time <laughs> <laughs> no that's true yeah it's, it's brand new we just launched it with this film uh this is something like variable pricing should exist mm-hmm. just like movie concerts or um any other type of venue where you go to watch art the earlier you buy the better deal you should get and we have built this system so that you'll, you'll get that. You'll get those good deals. Yeah. So I had talked when I did the introduction, I did a brief kind of synopsis of what Cabrini is. But could you tell us a little bit about the history of Cabrini, Jeff? Me? Yeah. Um, or or Rod, Rod, whichever. No, I, I, I can tell you what I know about Cabrini. Sure. Um, I was stunned when I watched the movie. I didn't realize there's this little tiny nun that was given five years to live by the doctors and then later given two years to live by the doctors. And then they said, that's if you rest. And then she just got up and went to work. And she ended up living, Rod was into her 60s? Yeah, 67, she died. And she yeah. built the largest charitable empire I think the world's ever seen. Uh, yeah. our, our modern hospital system, I wouldn't say like modern as in today, like post-COVID modern, but like um, the modern hospital system that kind of made America um, well known for its healthcare, mm-hmm. it was largely designed like she would build these hospitals. And Rod, correct me if I'm wrong, where you'd have the rich people up on the top floor, mm-hmm. and then they would get the top care, but then the top care would also go to the poor, poor folks down on the bottom floor, and they would subsidize. And she built a system where both both the rich and the poor could get the same kind of quality of healthcare. Exactly so, right. Uh, that's exactly right. Yep. And she, she said everyone deserves the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone deserves the best health care. And, and um, so let's, let's charge full fare for the people who can afford it and make sure it's good enough to attract them. And then that, those funds we will use to, to um, serve the poor, largely immigrant population mm-hmm. that, has nothing, and, that can't afford the care. And... Mother Teresa was at her funeral and committed her life to follow Cabrini's um, example. Mm-hmm. Mother mm-hmm. Teresa wouldn't have ever happened if Cabrini didn't happen. Hundred percent. Yeah. And then the, and it, but I know these sound boring, but this movie is not boring. She stands up to the Pope. 
She takes on the Pope. Mm -hmm. She takes on cardinals. She takes on uh, the mayor of New York. She takes on pimps. I mean, she's just like constantly taking on the most powerful. Like she's getting kicked out of houses. Mm -hmm. I mean, it. it She's taking on men, but she's taking on powerful men. Like the most powerful men. men. Yep. This is a time period before women can vote and Mm -hmm. before they can own property. Yep. And also, at the same time, she was Italian, and so there in America there was they a lot of Dagos. yeah, there was a lot of racism against the Irish, the Italians, um, just different types of you know, white people, for instance. Like, and so so she's combating that at the same time as taking on all these these um, huge men in the arena. So, but she does it by being a woman, embracing yes. femininity. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do it by being a man, right? Yes, she does right. it. She does it with her own femininity. She does it by being a woman, and they they even say at one point, "You would have made a great man." <laughs> yes, she got that. That she that she got um, that a lot. She got that mm-hmm. kind of thought a lot because men were not expecting a woman to do and be and behave and act mm-hmm. in the powerful way that she did. But she was a mother. I mean, her you know she's called Mother Cabrini, yeah. and she wasn't biologically a mother but she was she considered her children anyone who was suffering Mm -hmm. anybody usually immigrants all nationalities didn't matter who you were if 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 you needed help if you needed uh education health care anything she considered you her child and like any mother she would do anything that her child needed and if somebody and somebody was between her and what her child needed she was going to find a way through above below around that person 100 percent, like mm-hmm. any mother would and she it's did it like her children were millions of people so she had to operate on a completely different scale than most mothers do but it was the same energy and so um i you know i think that comes across in the movie too at least i hope it does yeah and it, what was rod you sent that quote to me from a some businessman that said the most capable what was it the most capable man i ever met was Cabrini. yes yes no she she, she uh she uh, uh he said she's the this greatest man i ever met wow. she's the greatest man i ever the met the greatest man i ever met was Cabrini. Yeah. which is a statement from a different time because that's a mm. very inappropriate statement <laughs> it's very inappropriate but it's also funny and 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 it just speaks to um how uh, sort of, I guess, disruptive she was mm-hmm. in her time um, because she just went ahead and did stuff. She went ahead and did, did stuff on a scale that was unimaginable for a woman to be able to, op- to, to be able to operate on that level. But it was all, I think, pure maternal, fierce energy um, on a, just on a scale that hadn't been seen before, in a, certainly in America. So, Rod, could you tell me a little bit about writing the script? Were there any challenges to writing this script? Did it kind of flow naturally? Like, what was that process like for you? Well, uh, tons of challenges because, um, I mean, she lived a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did amazing things on many continents. Um, so the first challenge was there's just way too much story here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as any kind of screenwriter does, you know, a, a lot of the work is compressing, 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 combining, um, finding ways to um, to tell a streamlined single story that is absolutely uh, um, immersive um, uh, with 
very, very complicated material. And so the, the first decision, probably the biggest decision, was just to say, look, I'm going to focus on the um, first couple years in New York when she met the fiercest resistance. She had just come over from Italy, ends up in Five Points, New York, the poorest of the poor, like absolute desperate poverty and slums uh, where the Italians, immigrants were living. Um, and met the fiercest resistance on every level. You mentioned she was she was Italian herself, which meant that she was considered um, kind of the lowest of the low at that time on the on the American totem pole, um, and uh, obviously a woman in a utterly man's world. Um, so there were a, a, a lot of people that did not want her to succeed because it was incredibly inconvenient for these Italians to be have a voice mm -hmm. to have health care to be anything other than what they were supposed to be which to the american to the american mind at that time was just frankly uh, cheap labor mm -hmm. so um her task was immense and her obstacles were just almost impossible to overcome so in those first years it was very 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 difficult for her and so those were the most look that's drama and and that's that's the uh that's the period that I, I focused on was that kind of getting her foothold in America. After that, it got a little easier for her because she became famous, like Mother Teresa. So she could show up somewhere, and it was Mother Cabrini showing up. And, and it, 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 it never got easy, but it got easier. But those first years in New York, man, they did not want her there. It, even the, that's even, what the movie focuses on. The movie yeah, the church didn't that. want her there. Yeah, the archbishop didn't want her there. there was, she was inconvenient in every was, way for yeah, yeah sorry oh, that's okay jeff what was the scene from there that really jumped out at you what was the scene from the movie that you really liked when she bursts into the senate mm -hmm. and just starts like talking like asking all these these senators to open their hearts mm -hmm. and then they're like about to kick her out and then she just like gives this incredibly powerful speech mm -hmm. uh, without their permission and um, she, she's like <laughs> no that's that's not <laughs> today if you burst into the senate you you you, get, you become a january 6th um, <laughs> good point <laughs> but this, this, she bursts in and changes their hearts mm -hmm. and it's it's uh i i love that scene awesome um, so, can you tell us a little bit about the Guild, Angel Studios Guild? Oh yeah, so this is um, Angel Studios. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What we're doing right now is we're trying to create... I've got, I got six kids. Mm -hmm. I have five daughters, one boy. Um, and my brothers and I co-founded Angel Studios. And our goal with Angel Studios is to provide an alternative system to the Hollywood system, mm -hmm. build a system outside of it. And 
basically building there's a book called the user method which means you in the user method it goes through all the history of different major unicorn businesses billion dollar businesses mm-hmm. and uh explains the airbnb all they were trying to do is figure out how to pay their rent mm-hmm. and so they set up air mattresses in their house for a convention nearby yeah. and that convention sold their air mattresses and it paid their rent and they decided to start airbnb which is an air air mattress bed and breakfast mm-hmm. and that's how they started and they built a massive business out of it where steve wozniak just wanted a better computer so he built one and steve jobs thought it was great and they mm-hmm. sold it and built apple and so the concept for us was let's build what we want to exist in the world which is a platform that's not nihilistic it's not like um it's not cheesy faith movies or um it's just the kind of content we actually want to enjoy mm-hmm. uh which is uplifting light-filled content and and so we we started on this 10 years ago built it and then quickly i realized that i can't pick all the best movies like it's in hollywood the executives in hollywood they have an 80% failure rate 80% of the movies they pick never make money wow and we want to change that and that what isn't going to happen i'll just end up repeating the same thing as a hollywood executive mm-hmm. and what we call the gatekeeper system where there's a small bubble of hollywood executives that make all the decisions for the content that are reaching content that's reaching around the world and we're looking at that gatekeeper system and saying this is the problem let's replace the gatekeepers with what we call the angel guild mm-hmm. and this is a group of people of 250,000-ish people at this point it's growing very very rapidly um that have joined in and what they do is they've either invested inside of a project like crowdfunded a, a film mm-hmm. or they have they they are a they have a membership where when you're a member of the Angel Guild you get to vote on all the content that comes at Angel Studios. So mm-hmm. for example, last year we had 550 films submitted to Angel Studios. The guild went through those and only 13 of those made it. Wow. 13 of those projects got passed the Angel Guild. And those are the 13 that we're able as Angel Studios to pick from. I can't even pick a movie unless it first passes the Angel Guild. Mm-hmm. And so when you join the Angel Guild you get you get to take a step above the executives and you're the first decision maker in this process where you get to go through and you get to watch what filmmakers are submitting to Angel Studios mm-hmm. and you get to vote on them and then the movies that pass at a high enough threshold are the ones that we can consider to distribute and then Angel Guild members what else we've done is back in the day like if you're a member of the Screen Actors Guild or the Directors Guild of America a lot of those guilds give perks where you don't have to watch like if you go I saw a a a flyer for an old movie I think it was which movie was super famous now it's blanking my mind but <laughs> at the bottom of the flyer it said the guild gets in without cost hmm. and so we decided that if you're a member of the angel guild which is a it's a 20 $20 a month membership think of it like a Costco membership or a Prime membership but you you get access to decide on which movies come into Angel Studios so you're the gatekeepers you replace the Hollywood gatekeepers and then the second thing you get to do is you get two complimentary movie tickets to every single theatrical release from Angel Studios and this year we expect there to be at least six mm-hmm. and 
So you get the two movies to every release. You're so you're supporting the the movies you want to see in theaters, and you're also deciding on the content. And then you get early access to content when it comes to the Angel streaming app. So the Angel Studios app has 30 million people on it that have downloaded that app worldwide. And you you as a guild member, you actually get you get to see the content, you know, weeks or months earlier than everybody else. That's impressive. That's neat. So if you're interested in doing that, you click on the Jumbotron up there. And the next thread down there is my affiliate link on how to join the guild. So if, if that appeals yeah. to you, if you want to kind of stick it to Hollywood in your own little way, um, that this might be for you. Yeah, you get a vote on, you get like if you had if you had been a part of the guild, you would have been able to watch Sound of Freedom and mm-hmm. vote on it before anybody else even knew it was coming to theaters. And there's other movies like Sound of Freedom. You would have been able to watch Cabrini in advance. You get a watch and you get a vote on all these different pieces of content and then you get to watch them like give feedback to the filmmakers and then the filmmakers come on and do live streams with you and they give feedback and you help them develop their films um, to make great content. I believe this is the way that we take on the Hollywood system is that um, we, we allow the user method to take place. The viewers of the films get to choose the content that comes in through this type of the system. And then because as the guild gets bigger right now, we have a couple hundred thousand, 250,000 ish people in the guild. When they all show up to the theater, that's a whole bunch of pre-sold seats. And then when it gets to a million people, then you get millions of dollars of pre-sold seats. And eventually once we get a big enough guild, we'll be kind of unstoppable. Um, you every single show you know it's good because the angel guild's voting on it but you also are you know you're you're basically sticking a stake in the ground and saying this is what we want for our future and as an aggregate group we're deciding what kind of content is going to be put into theaters definitely and you have two other movies coming out at least this year you have uh, bonheffer and uh homestead can you tell me about those yeah, so Friedrich Bonhoeffer was a pastor in Germany that um, he helped, he, he attempted to assassinate Hitler. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's his story. He's very, it's a, there's a very famous book called Bonhoeffer. He was the most famous pastor in Germany. Um, it's a phenomenal film. Really well done. That will come out probably close to the holidays. And then we have another one coming out close to the holidays called Homestead. And this one has um, Neil McDonough. And it's a, it's a, it's a movie about uh, like a post-apocalyptic movie. A lot of people are comparing the trailer to Civil War, which is being done by A24. Um, but it's this, this community that after like the United States gets attacked and all the electricity's out and everything, they, they're surviving on their homestead. And it's the kickoff. The move, when the movie finishes, it kicks off a TV series. Wow! And it will continue on from there. And so you have those two. Then we've got um, there's several other coming in the middle that we haven't announced yet. But there's some r- really good ones coming down the pipe. Okay. Um, so, so uh, how can people watch this movie? Support your work. Um, what are what are ways that people can help contribute to Angel Studios? 
So you can join the guild. Mm -hmm. You can go to angel.com slash Josie Guild. Or if you just want to get tickets to Gabrini, you get early bird prices. So go to angel.com slash Josie and you can get super early tickets. Those tickets have a uh, flexible booking, which means that you can move your seat, your showtime anytime you want up until one hour before the movie. So your seats don't... Um, you don't have to, it, it, we want to make sure that if you buy early to support movies you care about, that you don't have to worry about not being able to use it because your plans change. You'll always be able to change your seat up till one hour before the movie. That's awesome. Would you like to take some audience questions, Jeff and Rod? Absolutely. Awesome. Sure. Great. Okay. So if anybody has a question for Jeff or for Rod regarding Cabrini or any other future movies or Angel Studios or the Guild, anything, go ahead and request to be a speaker down there at the bottom and I'll make you one. And when you're ready to ask your question, hit the heart with the plus sign all the way off to the right. And there is a hand. You throw that hand up and I'm going to know that you're ready to ask your question. Don't be shy. Reliable Brain. Yes, hi, thank you. I actually watched Sound of Freedom. It was a great movie. Um, so thank you, guys. Um, my question is, I was able to um, uh, anonymously pay for other people's tickets. And I was wondering if you guys are going to be offering that feature for me to do that. Because, you know, it's like nice okay. to do that for others. Yes. Yes, we're, we're, you can actually pay it forward for Cabrini right now. You go to angel.com slash Josie. I think down at the bottom there's a pay it forward button. and Or if you go to angel.com, it's there. And then when you're in theaters, you'll be able to pay it forward. We're actually testing right now. What we do is we test a whole bunch of different options of how to pay it forward. And then um, historically, we've always given away a little bit more pay it forward like we we've we've spent more on pay giving away the pay it forwards than what comes in just a little bit more to make sure that um that as many people as possible can watch the movie okay. so right now it's live you're saying i can pay it forward right now if i want to yeah yep you can okay thank you um, um is there any action movies coming out anytime soon yeah so uh homestead is more of an action um, Bonhoeffer, the, 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 I would say they're thrillers, more like Sound of Freedom, you know, that's not like full on action, um, but they're, they're th thriller type movies. Now, if someone wants to work for Angel Studios, like as a, you know, member of the production or something like that, how do they go about that? Each production is kind of its own team so if you want to work on a production then you would be like when um when the chosen puts out a casting or a crew call then you you go and you apply to those or if you're you know rod you maybe you can explain how to get into the production side Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Well, I think I think you 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 kind of hit on it there, Jeff. Um, uh, production, as you know, there's a billion different kinds of roles. Um, everything from acting to all the crew. Um, so um, that you know, that's a that's a you know, it's a whole industry, and it's a whole there's a whole way that you would find your way into that. Um, but uh, uh, if you have any more specific questions, I can try to answer well, yeah, with well, kind of crew, yeah. Well, you know, there's acting, I guess, and there's also, um, you know, technical production like uh, CGI or editing and stuff like that. Um, so is there... Uh, if you're, if you're wanting to be on the marketing side, you go to uh, angel.com slash jobs, and we've got job listings there for Angel, which is... We are a distribution marketing technology company. That's that's what Angel Studios is. And then the filmmakers build out teams where they they produce the content. Uh, so you guys don't produce the actual films. You guys buy it from third party production companies, or we help help them crowdfund it, or uh, help them fund it. But we're not the ones. This is this is the case with almost all studios. Is that the studios the distributor? And then the, there's little sub-companies or other companies that are built up to make the films themselves. Uh-huh. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you Josie. Right. Thank you, Reliable Brain. If you got here a little late and you'd like to ask a question, just go ahead and request to be a speaker down there at the bottom and I'll make you one. Uh, Eric, go ahead. Hey there. Uh, definitely appreciate a lot of what you're doing. Uh, a lot of It's been exciting to see a lot of the success uh, of different projects you've had. I have a little bit of a different question, which would be, what's the best way we can maybe collaborate to fight some of the weird persecution that you experience? I mean, obviously, uh, conspiracy theories spread about certain projects and things like that, disinformation, um, and how things like that can threaten your ventures. Um, that's a great question. I would say the best way to fight that kind of stuff is just to grow. Um, so if you join in the community, you join us in the Angel Guild, that would be probably the, the most straightforward way. Another way is like going and posting when you see something that's just completely untrue. Um, my position usually is if you put, there's a, I have a friend from Zambia and they have a proverb in Zambia that says, if you put cow horns on a horse, they'll fall off. And so my view is usually kind of stay out of the fights and try to just get facts out and then just let the cow horns fall off over time. And then uh, third parties are usually the best at debunking. So Twitter, the Twitter communities are really good at it. There were when some of the Sound of Freedom stuff came out, um, the, the Twitter communities were really helpful in jumping in. When you're defending yourself against a accusation, the best way is just to continue, in my opinion, just continue doing what you're doing and the cow horns will fall off. That was a great question. Love to hear it. Also, one plug, you guys should do something on C.S. Lewis eventually. I think you guys would be phenomenal at that. There. There is one on C.S. Lewis, J.R. Tolkien. It just passed the Guild. It's going into production. Um, they had a torch that passed the Guild, like a concept, a uh, prototype. 
and it's C.S. Lewis and J.R. Tolkien's relationship, and um, it's the it's the relationship between those two. Uh, it's going to be an awesome series. Oh, that sounds so cool. Great, thank you, Eric. If anybody has a question and they can't talk right now, um, <laughs> they can uh, drop their question uh, in the comments, and I can read it. Um, let's let's talk real quick about Sound of Freedom. What was some of the drama that happened with Sound of Freedom, and how did you overcome it? I'll give you one of the most absurd ones. Yes. Somewhere in the middle, the height, we were a month in, the thing's still cranking, and somebody took, so when, when we often do crowdfunding rounds for the, what's called the P&A, it's the prints and advertising for a film. Mm-hmm. Usually the P&A is always done by banks or by big, big financiers, and we allow the crowd to do it. And um, so they come in, they invest, and they can get a hundred and they can get a hundred percent of their money back plus twenty percent if the project's per- successful on these this crowdfunding. And then we put your name in the credits of the film as a as one of the people who helped fund the P and A. Somebody went and recorded all the thousands of names at the end of Sound of Freedom. Mm-hmm. Then they digitized them. And then they did cross checks across the databases across the United States. And they found somebody who had been accused of assisting a kidnapping. And then they put it in the headlines. And when that story broke, it went all over and the headlines quickly morphed from a, from this crowdfunder to a, the financier and then the producer of Sound of Freedom, and this this person had invested fifty dollars in the project because <laughs> they're a crowd person. Um, they, but they say the producer financier is involved in child sex trafficking. Oh my god! And this got so big and so many headlines that when I was in London at the premiere in London, I had my angel shirt on, and one of the TSA people—I don't know what they're called in London—but the security guys came up to me and said, oh, I'm so excited. I already pre-ordered tickets to your movie. Mm-hmm. Are you the producer? And I said, no, I'm not the producer. And he's like, good, because I heard that he's a child oh <laughs> sex <my> trafficker. <laughs> Turns out, not only was this person not an accessory, because it was thrown out later, mm-hmm. but there wasn't even an accusation for like this person who invested $50, mm-hmm. the entire case was thrown out because there wasn't even an act. He had a renter in one of his apartments who had a custody dispute for her own child. Uh-huh. And they accused something about traffic, uh, kidnapping. And then this landlord got thrown into this mix and ended up in a courtroom. And the judge is like, I don't even know why you're in here. <laughs> Um, and he's like, I don't know why either. And but then he, his name was just like just all over um, the news for months as a child predator. Oh my gosh, that poor because man. because he's in a fifty dollar investor in Sound of Freedom, but he's now known as the financier. Um, to the point that I'm in London getting people asking me if I'm a child sex predator because. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, mm-hmm. that's how absurd the attacks are. 
uh, you were you were on the pulse of America. You were over the target, and I think that that's why people came at you the way that they came at you after that movie. Everybody, every it's an open secret, and it's but you're saying it out loud, and that's that's where it's it's breaking those unwritten rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, from, it's pretty stunning. Yeah, and from my point of view, the kind of the filmmaking point of view, um, I would say to to answer your question a, a different way, Eric is. Um, just do what you're doing, which is to support the movie, to support the movies that 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 are um, that are amplifying light. Um, because uh, what I find is happening now with Sound of Freedom, because I live in L.A. and it's 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 very much, um, you know, it it kind of broke along um, kind of the, the the division in our country kind of tracked the division of this movie to some extent. And um, what I'm finding now is that people, because it's on Amazon, because it made the money it made, people are realizing that it's just kind of everybody saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was bigger than whatever this division was because, um, and, and the reason that happened and the reason it's now just, I think, kind of just becoming a movie that did this work and, and some of that weird, bizarre uh, conspiracy and controversy has is is fading into the background. The reason is because it did so well, mm. and so many people saw it, and so many people said you got to see it. Just go go see it. it. Has nothing to do with what they're talking about. It, it, it's just a, it's a movie about this important thing that is a humanitarian issue, a universal humanitarian issue. It's like an um, eagle, an eagle or a hawk. I don't remember if it's eagle or hawk when a crow attacks it. They just fly up and up and up and up until yep. the oxygen's too low for the crow and it just falls off their back. Yeah, that's exactly what happened here. And that's because a bunch of people went out to support the movie. And so thank you for that. Absolutely. Uh, Reliable Brain, go ahead. Yes, I had one last question. Sure. Is Angel Studio working on anything like um, television series? Sort of, you know, like releasing long format kind of yeah so if you've never seen the chosen you can go watch the chosen on angel studios that's a three seasons seasons four is coming soon and this and then you so there's the chosen that's a that's on the life of it's on the gospels it's about jesus but it's a super it's one of the highest rated tv series on imdb of all time and then you have um the tuttle twin series which is like uh, Phineas and Ferb, or um, it's a it's a it's a freedom-based kids series where these two little twins that are half Cuban travel back in time with their Cuban grandma to meet Thomas uh, George Washington and Frederick Bastier and um, Harriet Tubman and um, just all kinds of different characters. They they meet Gandhi. They meet Mother Teresa. And they they're learning principles of freedom and economics through this through this process. It's called Tuttle Twins. That that one has two seasons out already. The third season's coming this year. And it, it's massive. Um, they got to meet Cabrini, Jeff. That's the next. Mm-hmm. Episode. Oh, they're they're making a ser- they're making an episode on Cabrini right now. Just oh, great! <laughs> it's coming in season three. They're making. An I love it, on Cabrini. And Is there it. anything not faced? faith-based like uh, something that's more dark Tuttle Twins has no no like direct faith connection um 
It's mostly you about um, the, revolutionary the, history, uh, constitutional yeah, stuff. We have one. American. We have one coming called Young Washington. It's probably gonna. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. End up being a 2024 release. Um, sorry, 2020. Is it? Are we in 2024, right? We're in 2024. Okay. This is probably going to be end up being a 2025 release. But it's on the, the story of young Washington. It's going to end at the French and Indian War, where he uh, fights in that battle. And then it will go into the entire founding of America. We're building a universe like the chosen universe. We, um, we have the Wing Feather Saga. That's not faith based, it's a fantasy series based on the best selling book series called the Wing Feather Saga. Season two is coming out uh, next week. We're faith friendly as a as an organization and what we what we believe is that you know two-thirds of americans and 85 percent of the world are religious which means if they, if if we're going to represent the world like hollywood's a good does a good job of representing color of skin and visually having diversity but they're not very good at diversity of thought and and so what we what we see is you're going to have if you're representing the world you're going to have a good chunk of your stuff will be very faith friendly, um, but there's plenty of things coming down the pipe that are not faith based. It was a great question. Thank you, Reliable Brain. Uh, Eric, go we also ahead. have another another comedy series called Freelancers. Mm-hmm. They have two seasons. That's not faith-based at all. And then we have Drive Our Comedy, which is gets a billion views a year, and that's not faith-based. And by the way, I would, as, as a writer of Sound of Freedom, I, 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 I would question whether it's faith-based. I mean, it was called that, but... Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I embrace that, but I'm like, I, I didn't see that. Um, Everybody labeled it as faith-based because they were trying to like it. Faith-based QAnon, let's get it right. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. <laughs> exactly. While watching right. it, it was not didn't look faith based at all. Yeah. No, no, and it's it, not. And it, they called it QAnon, but Rod started writing that how many years ago? Twenty twenty fifteen. So 2015. QAnon hadn't even been so either 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 it's not QAnon or you're Q. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm not. I promise. <laughs> Who knew that out of all places it would come from California? Exactly. Exactly. I think the obvious problem that you guys run into, of course, is that anything that isn't faith hostile is accused of being faith based Mm -hmm. and uh, QAnon. Uh, You know, one other thing I think that just probably you probably are already considering it, but uh, noting how viral the crazy accusations have been against you guys, um, how how concerned are you of the possibility of let's say planted donors uh we've seen a lot of things along these lines and movements where oh, people I'm try sure. to discredit i'm them. sure we'll get those i'm sure we'll get those 
And so that's essentially like a really bad actor who like donates to like someone with like Nazi ties or something who donates to your movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's not much we can actually do. Like people were like, why don't you get rid of this guy who gave you fifty dollars? And it's like (laughs) that's not how securities law work. This is a security. We can't take back securities. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can you run a questionnaire before you accept the donation based on? We do KYC, which is required by the state um, and by the SEC. And uh, generally, just our mission keeps it cleaner. It's kind of a filter. Um, but the, I'm sure they're going to come. And but just on the faith-based thing, today, Swiss Family Robinson would be called faith-based, right? Yeah. It's that that's how that's how ridiculous it's gotten and maybe maybe we'll just rebrand faith-based and make it cool again (laughs) no i think that's the i think that's the key jeff right there um and it's interesting i i I mean we cabrini is a movie about a nun and a saint and um is it faith-based i mean um is martin scorsese's movie silence which is all about priests and faith was that called faith-based no um, That's right. It, it it it's. I mean, of course, it's about a person of faith. A hundred percent. There's no, there's no getting around that. And we wouldn't want to. That's who she was. But one thing it doesn't do is preach. This movie, it's very grounded in uh, her uh, the, the 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 human, human real part of her life. And so, I, it's not that I, um, it's not that I have an issue with the term faith based when it's used as sort of a descriptor of, yes, it's about a nun and a saint. What bothers me as a writer is when it's used as a, as a, as, as a way to dismiss the work, as a way to say, you don't need to bother with it because it's just faith-based. It's like, well, what about the Sistine Chapel? Is it faith-based Michelangelo and his faith-based Sistine Chapel? I mean, it's an absurd thing, right? Um, it's part of our cultural heritage. It's part of, as Jeff said, 85% of humanity um, are people of religion, which means they grapple with the difficult with the difficult, and the beautiful aspects of that. And that's what I hope our movies do. So it's, it's, it's a, such an interesting thing to be, to, that we feel like we have to label things like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, can it just be a movie? Go see a movie. It happens to be about this amazing woman. You might, you might feel inspired. Um, that to me is enough. It, it, yes, it, 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 I get to be in my bonnet about that because I feel like it's, it's an effort to dismiss something that, that shouldn't be so easily dismissed. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard Dallas speak before. There's, there's atheists that work on The Chosen. Like, it's not this, um, this, uh, uh, homo- homogenous belief system, right, where, like, right, where you yeah. have to all... And not only maybe agree with Dallas's interpretation of of Christianity, but you've got to use the same translation of the Bible as him and all that. Like it's very. I mean, you have non-Christian, monotheist, polytheists that are all on this. And so, I mean, shoot, like like you have said, the definition of these things as faith-based would have called 1980s Ducktales faith-based because Scrooge prays once when he's in a sinking submarine. You know, <laughs> that's right. So yes. what, what's why I think that they stigmatize faith-based so much is because, I mean, if we want to get into, you know, this Marxist cultural revolution we're in the midst of right now, part of that is 
tainting religion, tainting history. Um, it's, it's overthrowing all of those things that make America, America. And a faith-based, you know, nun who creates an orphanage, you know, like this is, this, this goes into their lists of bad. So, so that's why we see religion stigmatized so much as, um, as whiteness. It's because of this uh, cultural revolution that we're in the midst of. But the way that you beat that is to fight back about it and laugh mercilessly at anybody who thinks that not watching a faith-based movie is brave. <laughs> like, so that's, that's how I feel about that. Well, I think another way to sort of fight back is to make really, really powerful art. Yes. That, that, that it, it's just do it extraordinarily. I mean, do it as well as you can do it. MGM beautifully. Mm-hmm. MGM has a great, uh, you know, logo. It says "Arts for Art's Sake," right in Latin. So it's kind of, you know, they don't actually do it anymore, but they used to. So it's yeah, yeah and art art lets you talk about things that are taboo mm-hmm. in in very uh, symbolic ways. Yes. Yep. Yes, and that's what's so beautiful about it. All right. Well, we are closing in on the end of our hour. Um, thank you, Jeff and Rod, for being here. This has just been such a terrific space. Thank you so much, Josie. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Absolutely. If anybody's interested, once again, buying tickets, you can click uh, the link in the Jumbotron there. It's also pinned to my page. Um, If uh, you decide you have questions later, you can go ahead and shoot Jeff a DM or me, um, and we'll try to answer your questions the best that we can. I want to thank everybody for being here, especially my my guests and my speakers and everybody who listened the whole time and uh, members at TimCast.com. Thank you for becoming a subscriber and supporting our work. And um, and I, I really look forward. I, we're going to be doing more spaces with more uh, people involved in Cabrini and Angel Studios in the future. So stay tuned for those for sure. And uh, yeah, thank you everybody again for being here. Thank you very much. Thank you. My pleasure. All right, everybody have a good night. You can hop on over to TimCast IRL and uh, catch that tonight, starting now on YouTube. All right, take care, everyone. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.